Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Live, Work, Play, your guide to doing those very things in Northwest Arkansas. I've got an excellent episode today as Ben and I sat down and had a great conversation about some of those distinctives of Northwest Arkansas that, that I've observed, that he's observed. And so, yeah, you're going to want to stay around. Whether you are new to the area or you've been around for a long time, it's a great conversation about what makes Northwest Arkansas unique. And it's coming your way right after this word from our sponsors. This episode of Live, Work, Play is sponsored by Candex LED Antibacterial Lighting. Combining the best of microbiology and lighting technology to eliminate over 99% of pathogens in the air and on surfaces. Candex LED Antibacterial Lighting is available now on walmart.com. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. And today we're doing something a little bit different. We are going to talk about uh, some of those things that make the Northwest Arkansas culture u- unique and and set it apart. And I'd say the genesis for this conversation is, as we've talked about before, I moved into the area relatively recently. And as we were making that transition from Southern California to Northwest Arkansas, one of the things that we were trying to find, a resource that we were trying to find, was insight into what the local community was like so that we could start acclimating and and just becoming more aware of what it looked like to live and to work and to play in Northwest Arkansas. And so today, what I want to do is spend some time with you, Ben, and just talk through some of those distinctives that I see as setting Northwest Arkansas culture maybe apart or just just things we've observed. And and I guess I'd say this as a as a disclaimer to get started. Number one, obviously, this is all relative. Um, This is this is looking at the culture that we swam in for 40 years in Southern California and now looking at Northwest Arkansas and going, okay, there's a noticeable difference. Uh, What can we identify? Maybe what are some of the reasons behind that? Um, And then number two, this is a generalization. We're speaking in broad terms about what the culture uh, looks like here, knowing that there are going to be individuals who who defy that and knowing that there are individuals who probably exemplify that in other parts of the country. So that's that's what we're talking about today. Hopefully, for those of you tuning in, this will be uh, interesting, engaging. If you're new to the area, this might be something you're like, oh, yeah, I've I've seen that or I've noticed that. Um, if you've lived here for a long period of time, potentially this may be something that, uh, you know, I would talk about becoming nose blind to. Like you don't you don't realize uh, the culture that you're swimming in, that that it has these distinctions. So maybe maybe it'll even bring to light or to attention some of that. So, Ben, that's the plan. I'm going to I'm going to set you up and you kind of help me contextualize or frame Northwest Arkansas culture. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Fantastic. So here's here's the first thing that we've noticed in our time here um, is how generous the people and the culture of Northwest Arkansas are. And that's not to say that other places aren't, uh, but simply to say I've been blown away in people's willingness to make themselves available, to make their time available, to make their um, resources and possessions available. Um, 
So, you know, case in point. Yeah, no, I mean, Northwest Arkansas at its core is a very tight knit community. Um, I know we have a lot of melting pot aspects with with Walmart and Tyson and JB Hunt and all of the the large organizations that you wouldn't really expect um, to be in this corner of the country. Um, but at its heart, you have the the locals and the the saying the 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 southern hospitality aspect sounds corny, um, but I feel like it's there. But I found it to be true, and I think that's very that's very interesting that you tie it back to kind of the, the roots of Southern hospitality, because I've reached out to people via email, via, you know, phone went, you know, as we come out of pandemic as, as much as possible face to face and said, Hey, would you have some time? I'm new to the area. Can you just help me get connected with you and get connected with, you know, the way that you see this, this community and, and help me understand it better. And, there is no one who has rejected that offer. You know, I would, I was, I was hoping, Hey, if I can land like a 30%, Hey, sure. I'd love to talk to you. Literally everyone I've emailed, everyone I've reached out to has said, yeah, let's figure out a time to make that happen and have been genuine in that. Your calendar's booking up. It's, it's, it's a good feeling to know, like every week I've got like two or three, Hey, I'm going to go meet so-and-so and have coffee with them. Hey, I'm going to meet so-and-so and, you know, and, and what I love about that, again, it comes back to being very generous, is it's a space for me to share my story of kind of how we've found ourselves here. And then they are very open handed to share their story and how they got where they are and what they're doing now and what's on the horizon and what they're aiming to do. And it's just, again, there are other places on the planet, other pockets of the world where that is the case. And even the community we, we came from had had pockets and and there were individuals that I could connect with and do that. Um, uh, up to my point here, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm batting a thousand, so to speak. And that is interesting to me. And it's also communicates a lot about the, the nature of this community. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I've noticed, and I mean, I've, we moved here when I was in third grade in 2000. So I've been in, in the area for 20 plus years with a two year, two-year stint in, in Dallas. So living in a city of a couple million people. Um, and one of the things that just sticks out here is just the, the open handedness of the people in this community. Um, there's, there's no bridge too far for them to go. Um, when someone's reaching out, whether it's reaching out for a coffee or, um, even moving back here and looking for jobs and, um, Hey, I haven't spoken to you in 10 years, but we used to be, um, whether you knew my parents or, um, I've worked with you in a past life. Um, the people here are always willing to help out. Um, and you saw that firsthand, um, just what, two weeks ago when you moved. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were packing up the house. Well, we were packing up the Airbnb and moving everything out of the, um, out of the storage unit. And, and, you know, my comment to, to my colleagues is, Hey, I'm going to be out of the office on Wednesday and Thursday. And the next thing I know we're shutting down the office and everybody's clearing their schedule because they're coming to lend a hand. And, you know, coworkers were saying, Hey, you know what? I've got a, I've got a neighbor down the street who doesn't know you from Adam, but, um, 
is it okay if I bring bring a trailer? That that it's it's his trailer. It's not even my trailer. It's my neighbor's trailer. Uh, he he's totally cool with it. Uh, letting me letting me use it not only for for my own neighborly needs, but to help out somebody who's now third party. Like that is that is in the culture, and it's very it's very neighborly in a way that. You know, there's there. This isn't a rural community. This isn't this isn't a small town community. Although it still has very much a small town vibe, and I think the reason for that is this sense of a good neighbor, the sense of being you said open handed, um, the sense of being generous. I just really like it. It it is impressed upon us in our short, our relatively short time. Well, in saying that this isn't small town, a small town community. It's not a small town anymore. Um, but it, going back to its roots, it, it definitely is. I mean, when I moved here in, in 2000, again, it was, that was 20 years ago and there were fewer than 40,000 people in Rogers alone. Um, we're up to nearly 70 now, I think in, in Rogers. And I think we're up to uh, just over a half million in the Northwest Arkansas Metroplex, which the fact that we have top golf and, um, national change moving in. Um, don't let it fool you from what Rogers used to be, um, which was restaurant row off of Walnut with chilies and Applebee's. Um, and then a handful of mom and pop shops that we still have today. The Susie Q's and the Sam's old time burgers, uh, the iron horses. Yeah. It's, and, and like I said, it, it's in that beautiful space where the community has grown, but it has managed to keep that neighborly, hospitable, uh, you know, we would say small town America feel. And, and we just love it. And, and kind of dovetailing right off of that is, you know, a, another thing that we've been acutely aware of is there is an intentional pace of life here. And um, I would I would talk about in the scope of like there is a there is a healthy balance between living and working and playing. There is a healthy balance between your home life, your work life, and your recreating. Yeah, and I, and I think that that's still just, it's very reflective of Southern culture in general because I mean, like I said, I, I just worked the past two years in Dallas and um, I don't know that my, my, my change of pace personally has, has differed all that much from, from Dallas to Northwest Arkansas. Um, I probably have a little bit more time in the evenings and a little bit more time in the mornings. Uh, but that's just because I'm not having to drive 30, 45 minutes to get to the office. It's a, it's a 10 minute commute for me, um, which is fantastic. And I, I wish everyone would have that. Yeah. That's super interesting. Cause again, coming from, coming from the coast or, or coast adjacent where a typical commute w- could be 90 minutes either way, you do lose that space. You lose that space where you have, any time between dinner on the table and bed and starting, you know, repeating the pattern on, on weekdays. And then you cram more into your weekends to try to accommodate that. And so I totally get that. The other thing that was rattling around my head in this, as we were, as I was thinking through the pace of life difference is the way that the climate might play into that because you know, there is there is so many opportunities to do outdoor activities relatively um, for a relatively large period of time throughout the calendar year. 
And I don't know that you really have to take a month off. You might have to take a week off, but you have the opportunity. I would say 12 months out of the year to do what you want, whether that's hiking or being outside or fishing or, or whatever. Yeah. That's see, I think that plays a significant role in this because most, most everywhere else you go in the country, the climate is such that you have a window and once you step out of that window, it may be too hot. It may be too cold. Um, you know, where, where we were at, it was a scenario where the extremes of temperatures left very small windows that people would, would anxiously await, would push heavy into, and then would um, try to extend as far as they could and, and kind of wean out those last couple of weeks of spring or, or whatever the case might be, or of the fall before it became harsh winter. Um, and that's so much of the country. And so to be able to sit out until 830 at night, nine o'clock at night on um, a deck or a patio and it be comfortable just allows you a chance to, you know, what, what we've talked about in our home to just breathe easier. And I think that's very much what we're experiencing. You know, some people would accuse this of being a slower pace of life. And again, I think that's all very relative. I just see it as being a more balanced pace of life. Um, and I think, I think that plays into other things. We were talking about generosity a little bit. When, you're, when your pace of life is healthy, other, you're, you're going to be more open-handed. You're going to be more accommodating. You're going to be more uh, generous. Um, I just, again, all very, all very good things, all things we've been very grateful to come into this community and experience. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that, like you said, slower is not the right word for our pace of, our pace of life. It's, it's uh, almost deliberate. Yeah, it's, in, it's intentional. I think, I think that's a big a big piece intentionality, of intentionality yeah. is people set out to have a day that has, that has boundaries and I'm going to make time for the, for the at home life. I'm going to make time for, for my work responsibilities and uh, priorities. And I'm gonna make time for uh, recreation and for recreating the energy that I need and for renewing myself in a way that makes me the best I can possibly be in those other spaces. And so I just think that's, it's, you know, if you aren't in Northwest Arkansas listening to this, this is absolutely a plug. Um, pick up your family, relocate. Uh, life is good here. Uh, but if you're in the area, be grateful for it, that, that you are in a space where you can do those things. So with all of that, I, I want to thank you for listening. And I want to I want to offer you this. If if there is a hallmark of Northwest Arkansas culture that I have missed, that we have glazed over that I have not yet become aware of, go ahead and send an email to neil at woodridgeinteractive.com with your thoughts so that we can follow up on a future episode talking about maybe some of some of your insights and some of your awarenesses of what it is like to live in Northwest Arkansas. Until next time, uh, I'm Neil with Ben wanting to say thank you for tuning in and we hope that in some small way, we are helping you live, work, and play well in Northwest Arkansas. Live, Work, Play is hosted by Neil Harris, engineered by Ben Schmuck, and produced by Woodridge Interactive. <laughs>